0: Jai rada mata va punjabi hari jai radha mata va punjabi hari ja bihaari gopi janabala baa girivara dada ri gopi janabala baa Jashoda Nandana Brajajan Ranjana Jashoda Nandana Ranjana Yamuna Jamunatira vanachari Jai Radha Madhava Kunjabihari Jay Radha Madhava, kunjabi hari. Jai Gopi Jana Girivada giri dadi. Jai Gopi Janna Bala Bha Dari Jai Gopi Janna ashodanan dana brajajana jana jamuna thira vanachari Jai Radha Madhava Kunja bihari Jai Radha Madhava Kunja bihari Jai Giri Govardhan, go 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 Jai Giri Govardhan, Jai Giri Govardhan, Jai Giri Govardhan, Govardhan, Jai Giri Govardhan, Giri Govardhan, Jai Giri Govardhan, Jai Prabhu Pada Jai Prabhu Pada Jai Prabhu Pada Jai Prabhu Pada Jai Guru Deva, Jai Guru Deva, Jai Guru Deva, Jai Guru Deva. Jai Jai Om Vishnu Pad Par Maham Sapt Riva Jaya, Jaya. Jaya um priva, asto, tada, Sata Shishima. Is the Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada Ki, Jayam Vishnupad Parmaham Supri Vijakacharya Astotada Sutta Shi, Is the Divine Grace, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Gosmaimimaraj Srila Prabhupada Ki, Ananta Kodi Vaishnava Brinda Ki, Namacharya Srila Haridas Thakur Ki, Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki, Giri Govardhani Ki, Jai. So today we're going to be kind of skipping to a different verse since today is uh, Govardhan Puja. Um, we're going to be speaking from the 10th canto. Um, so, okay. Om Namo Bhagavate Sudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Sudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. just had cataract surgery and I could read fine before I did the surgery. Now I have to have a glass history. <laughs> so it didn't really help. So this is going to be from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 21, Text Number 18. Meter here Antayam adya Abala Haridas Yadrama Yad Rama Krishna Charanas Manam tanoti sahago gana yos yat Pani ya suvas mapani su ya Antayam Adyar Abala Haridas Savaryo Yad Rama Krishna Charana Sparasa Pramoda Manam Tanoti Sahago Ganayos pani suya va kandamulai. Antayam mulu khandamu lai abala yadrama krishna pramoda Manam tanoti sahagogana yos tayoryat Manam tanoti sahagogana yos Sago Word for word uh, Hanta. Hanta. Oh, oh. I, am. I am this Adri, Adri. Hill. Hill Abalaha. Abalaha. Oh, friends. Dasavarya, the best among the servants of the Lord. Yat, because. Ramakrishna Charana, of the lotus feet of Lord Krishna and Balaram. Sparashya, by the touch. Pramodaha, jubilant. Manam. Respect. Tanoti offers Saha with Go Ganayo, the cows, calves, and cowherd boys. Tano to them, Sri Krishna and Balaram. Yat, because Paniya with drinking water. Suyavasa very soft grass, kandara, calves, kandamula, and edible roots. So, translation, well, this would be uh, Ashura Prabhupada, I guess still. This. Of all the devotees, this Govardhan hill is the best. Oh, my friends, this hill supplies Krishna and Balaram along with their calves, cows, and cowherd friends with all kinds of necessities. Water for drinking, very soft grass, caves, fruits, flowers, and vegetables. In this way, the hill offers respects to the Lord. Being touched by the lotus feet of Krishna and Balaram. Govardhan Hill appears very jubilant. So please repeat. Of all the devotees... This Govardhan Hill is the best. Oh, my friends, this hill supplies Krishna and Balaram along with their calves, cows and cowherd friends with all kinds of necessities. Water for drinking, very soft grass, Caves, fruits, and flowers, and vegetables. In this way, the hill offers respects to the Lord, being put deep, being touched by the lotus feet of Krishna and Balaram. Govardhan Hill appears very jubilant. The purport. This translation is quoted from Srila Prabhupada's Chaitanya Charitamrita Madhya, 1834. Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur explains the opulence of Govardhan Hill as follows. Paniya refers to the fragrant, cool water from the Govardhan waterfalls, which Krishna and Balaram drink and use to wash their feet and mouths. Govardhan also offers other beverages, such as honey, Mango juice and pilu juice. Suyavasa indicates Durva grass used to make the religious offering offerings of Argya. Govardhan also has grass that is fragrant, soft, and conducive to the strong growth of cows and increased production of milk. Thus, this grass is used for feeding the transcendental herds. Khandara refers to the caves where Krishna, Balaram, and their friends play sit and lie down. These caves give pleasure when the weather is too hot or too cold or when it is raining. Goberdon also features soft roots for eating, jewels for ornamenting the body, flat places for sitting, and lamps and mirrors in the form of smooth stones, glistening water, and other natural substances. keeps... Omagana Tamaranda Shah Janjana Shalakaya Chakshru and Militam Yena Tasma Sri Gurve Maha Sri Chetanya Manobis dom stapi tam yena butale swayamrupa kadamayam da Dati Swa Padanti Khan. Bancha copa chrubius chakripa sindu bebacha, paditanam pogne biovaishna baybi onamha. So we know that Krishna that he it says that Krishna has 64 primary qualities. And he has four qualities that no one else has. Uh, and one of these four qualities uh, is his super excellent uh, pastimes that he performs. It says no one can equal the pastimes of Lord Krishna. And this pastime of Krishna lifting Govardhan Hill is probably one of the most famous and also probably one of the favorite of, of lots of devotees. Um, you know, in the Padma Purana, it's mentioned that when the Lord descends he, to perform his pastimes, he comes accompanied by his associates and by his paraphernalia. So part of this paraphernalia is the actual land where these pastimes are performed. And so thus the entire tract of this uh, Rajmandal is said to have descended uh, from Galoka Vrindavan down to down to, to earth here. Uh, so when Krishna, when he wound up his pastimes here on earth, he left behind this holy dham for us, for us to uh, draw inspiration, spiritual inspiration from. So along with this Mandal also descended Govardhan Hill. And when Krishna, which we know Krishna performs so many of his childhood pastimes on, And so just by hearing these pastimes, we're actually able to uh, make advancement in our Krishna consciousness uh, because they're not just stories that we like to hear. They actually have uh, many instructions uh, within these pastimes. Um, And so I was just thinking some of the instructions we can uh, – and I also heard that um, one of the classes that uh, Ranath Maharaj was giving, that uh, he was saying that some of the instructions that we can give from this is that – that we not t- we should not be so concerned with these ritualistic ceremonies uh, of the Vedas, like Maharaj is getting ready to perform for Lord Indra, or we shouldn't be attracted to the flowery language language of the Vedas, um, and we shouldn't uh, want uh, opulences or uh, you know, different types of uh, material things, uh, um, because. <coughs> We should actually give up, the, uh, Prabhupada says, give up our desires for opulence, beauty, or higher birth. Uh, and Krishna was thinking when he was there with, uh, with uh, Nandamara, he's thinking, I'm the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and you're praying to, to a demigod for, uh, uh, you know, for rain. So why do we need to perform these, uh, these ritualistic sacrifices? He, he says that anyone that's performed devotional service to me They've already actually achieved all the results of the Vedas. Uh, and then the second instruction said that no one is required actually to worship the demigods uh, because the results of worshiping the demigods are they're temporary and we're eventually going to have to give everything up. Uh, and what's the use of increasing our material possessions when you know eventually you're going to have to give them all up? And the third lesson is uh, that anything that's awarded by the demigods actually comes from Krishna because we know that ultimately everything comes from Krishna. So any rewards or whatever you're going to give from the demigods actually originates from Krishna. And Krishna also, he wanted to establish exclusive worship of himself uh, with this uh, pastime, Um and we know another reason that Krishna, when Krishna does one of his pastimes, um, he, he accomplishes so many different things in, in one pastime. So another thing that he did was he humbled uh, Lord Indra. Um, we know that uh, Lord Indra, because he's the king of heaven, uh, he became uh, puffed up uh, because of his position. is a very exalted position. Um And when we sing our damador prayers every night, what is the first word that's in the prayers of the Dhammador prayers? Namam, namami, namami. So namami, what does that mean? It means I bow down. I I offer my obeisances. I humble myself before you. So this satiratamuni, that's the very first word that he said in this prayer is namami, I bow down. And so because if you, if you, if you aren't humble uh, you you can't make this is such a very important quality for a devotee. devotees. one of the most important qualities is, is humility because if you can't humble yourself, you're not going to make advancement in Krishna consciousness. How can you accept a spiritual master? How can you accept the authority if you're not humble? I know in Texas there's a saying it's hard to be humble when you're from Texas, but uh, <laughs> you know we have to be able to humble ourselves um, and then the next word is. Namami Ishvara. So he, he offers his basis not just to anyone, he offers his basis to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, to Krishna. So this is another reason that Krishna lifted this over downhill. So just a little bit of history of how actually in Goloka Vrindavan, once Krishna and the gopis had just finished a rasa dance. And so they're sitting there and um, Shumati Radharani comes up to Krishna, and she says, uh, Oh, my Lord, can you, would you please fulfill a desire of mine? And Krishna said, Well, I didn't know that there was any desire that you had that I hadn't already fulfilled, but I'll, of course, fulfill this desire. And she said, Can you create a place where uh, that's beside the Yamuna River uh, that where we can perform our rasa dances, a beautiful uh, arena for us? So Krishna sat down in like a yogic position and all of a sudden from his heart, this dro- it was like a drop of water, but it also looked like fire. It was- and as it came out and fell down to earth, uh, this Govardhan hill started to expand. And it's Prabhupada, Srila Prabhupada says, the essence of Govardhan is prema. And the nature of prema is that prema always is ex- ex- expanding. So Govardhan expanded and expanded and expanded, and and pretty soon it had filled all of Vrindavan. And so some of the residents were panicking. They didn't know what to do. And so Krishna slapped Govardhan. And when he did, Govardhan, and he chastised him, and Govardhan took appropriate size for for that area. And so we'll see later on, by Krishna slapping Govardhan, Govardhan will be cursed later on by a sage, uh, which we'll tell a little bit of story about that a little later on. But even when Goberdon went down to the appropriate size, it was still 64 miles long. It was 40 miles wide, and he's 16 miles high. So you can imagine what how, how large a mountain. I mean, what that would be, 64 miles long would be what, from way past Fort Worth, uh, going toward Abilene. I mean, that's how, how long it was. So huge mountain. And so because... Govardhan gave shelter to the cows, uh, uh, then it was, some people called it Govardhan, uh, and also because it had a hundred mountain peaks, some people call it uh, Satashinga uh, because it had a hundred uh, peaks. So when Lord Brahma asked uh, Krishna to come down to reestablish religious principles, uh, Krishna went to Srimati Radharani and he said, uh, uh my dear Radharani, I'm going to be going to earth. Would you please come with me? And she said, my Lord, wherever you go, I must go. She said, but how can I go down to earth when there's no Vrindavan forest, there's no Yamuna River, there's no Govardhan Hill? And Krishna said, well, then we'll take that all with us when we go. So all, uh, all the Raja Mandal came down. And so just a little bit of story about how Govardhan um, it's, it, there's different stories according to the different kappas, but one story is that there was this great sage at one time called Pulastya Muni and at that time sages could actually, they were so powerful they could fly. So this sage was actually flying around and he happened to pass over Govardhan and so he thought what a beautiful mountain so he landed on Govardhan and he saw the beautiful waterfalls and the flowers and how conducive it was to meditation. So he went to Govardhan's father uh, called Drona, Mount Drona. And so he asked uh, Mount Drona, he said, uh, I would like to have your son. Can you please give me your son? I want to take him to Kasi, back to my place. And so Drona was like, uh, he didn't know, you know what to say. Somebody's asking because he loved to Govardhan so much. But he couldn't refuse the sage. Uh, so he agreed that, yes, you can take take him. So Govardhan said, yeah, I'll go, but there's one stipulation. He said, wherever you set me down for the first time, that's where I'll stay. I won't leave that place. So the sage agreed. So Govardhan got on his hand, and this sage is flying through the air, and he's got Govardhan uh, on his hand. And you can imagine people were seeing this sage with this huge, huge mountain. So Finally, when they came upon Rajamandhal, uh, Govardhan could see the, his eternal residing place of where he was. In. He, could, he could see this is where Krishna is going to uh, you know, ask toll from the, cowher, from the from the gopis. This is where Krishna is going to do this and this. He could see that this is where he was supposed to be. So he's, all his weight started to come down on the sage, and the sage got very tired because Govardhan started to exerting his weight. And so he decided he was going to set him down for a while and rest, so he set him down in that exact place. and then the sage he, he went to he took a uh, uh, you know bath and, and the waterfalls and uh, refreshed himself, and then he told Goverdan, "We haven't reached our destination let, let let's go." So Goberdon said, "No, you, don't. you remember the uh, you know what I asked you that, uh, and you, you agreed to it, so I, I'm, you know I won't move from here." So the sage did everything to try to convince Govardhan, you know, nice words and then chastise him, whatever, and Govardhan wouldn't move. And so finally the sage cursed him, That uh, cursed Govardhan, that every day you will sink into the earth by one sesame seed. And so we see that Govardhan has, over a period of time, has gotten, has gotten smaller. So this is uh, one uh, story of how Govardhan appeared. So once when Krishna and Balaram and the cowherd boys, they were coming back to, from herding their cows, and this was a, this was a pastime where uh, it was Diwali, and, and Krishna and the cowherd boys had asked the Brahmins, the smart Brahmins, for, uh, for some prasadam, and they refused. They were saying, no, we're, you see, we're doing sacrifice. And then he asked the, the uh, mothers, the matajis, and they uh, fed Krishna and Balaram and and Krishna gave them a special benediction to to all the ladies um, so they're coming back from this and Krishna sees that Nanda Maharaj is um is it not okay. okay thank you so Krishna sees that uh, is uh, starting to uh, perform this festival and he asked uh, Nandamaraj, he said, so, uh, Father, what are you, what are you doing? And he said, well, we do this every year. We've been doing this for, for many, many generations that when, uh, um, you know, we're cowherd uh, people so that uh, we have to take care of the cows. And we, we offer our oblations uh, uh, to Lord Indra because Lord Indra supplies the rain, which makes the grass grow. Which our cows will eat, and we can and you know therefore we're cowherd people, so we honor Lord Indra and so Krishna he presented many different arguments to try to convince his father uh, Nanda Maharaj, that he should just take the uh, whatever they've collected for this festival for Lord Indra and use it for govardhan and so he gave many arguments he said, uh, hey, you know everything's based on karma, so you know whatever we did in our past life we're going to get in this lifetime so uh and actually everything is is based on work he said work is actually our god uh and we see that today that that's actually true to most people work is their god because they figure if they work they make money they can have material things and that's going to make them happy uh so so he's presenting so many different arguments to uh, to Nanda Maharaj to convince him that uh, he, we should use this paraphernalia for worshiping Govardhan. So finally, uh, Krishna, he, he this this what he's asking of his father here is a pretty, Prabhupada calls it a pretty radical statement because they have done this sacrifice for generation after generation, uh, and for for him to ask, uh, you know. For Krishna to ask his father to give this up uh, is is pretty amazing uh, because for the for Nanda Maharaj and the Rajbhasis, they, they Indra is not just some vague personality that they you know made up or whatever. Uh, Indra would actually come down, and they, they knew Indra. They they actually had seen Indra, and they knew you know uh, how powerful he was. And he, they knew he was the Lord of the demigods, and so uh this was a time when Lord Indra would like come down uh, and and actually accept uh, the offerings, and so they knew how powerful he was. And Krishna was asking, he was asking his father a lot because um, just like you know, we know in the Bhagavad Gita, when um, when Krishna spoke to Arjuna, he told him to engage in a battle that. He had his loved ones there. His relatives were on the other side, and he had to fight against them. And so the whole Bhagavad Gita was spoken to convince Arjuna to have faith, to Sarvadharma, Saranam Kamsaranam, to abandon all varieties of religion and just surrender to me. And so Krishna is basically asking Nandamaras to do exactly the same thing. Uh, And all the residents in Brahma, they they understood how powerful Lord Indra was, and they knew that if uh, if Indra became angry, uh, that he may he may do something that uh, he may actually uh, uh, try to uh, you know destroy them. And uh, so they weren't they were cowherd boy, uh, men. They weren't Chutrias, so they didn't you know they weren't really f- ready for battle or anything. But but still, even though they knew all of these things that Indra Lord Indra was going to be, become angry. Um, uh, they still, they had total faith in Krishna, and they accepted uh, that whatever Krishna said, uh, we accept. And it says this is the essence of of all religion, that the purpose of our spiritual life is what? It's it's simply just to please God. And if God's pleased, we know then our life is going to be perfect. Um, And if we perform, we can perform all types of rituals. We can perform all types of austerities or sacrifices. And says Prabhupada says we can gain the whole world but if Krishna is not pleased, then it's simply a waste of time. Uh, and so Nanda Maharaj and the residents in Bradav uh they were willing to take any risk, any kind of risk, to please Krishna. And the amazing thing is that they didn't even really realize or know Krishna was God. Uh, that to them, Krishna was just Krishna. He was just a, uh, their best friend, uh, uh, their child, their so you know. Uh, they didn't have, they just loved him because he was Krishna. Uh, and so they said, we we're, we're just want to please our, our, our Krishna, our 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 our, our cowherd friend, you know. And so Krishna, he convinces his father to take all this paraphernalia intended for Indra and to use it for worshiping Govardhan. So he convinced his father to do this. So thousands of preparations, what they did is they, They established a, um, like a certain part of the Govardhan Hill where there were rocks and things. Prabhu. Yeah. All right, thank you. It's beautiful, but maybe later. (laughs) Okay. So they established a, uh, a... where some, uh, a rock outcropping was, and they uh, used that as where they are going to worship Govardhan. And they performed these different, uh, they had Artik, and they did abhishek, like we're going to do uh, later on today. Uh, and all of a sudden, this great form, actually, of Govardhan came came up, and it was this huge, gigantic form, and it was actually Krishna. And so the Vajvasis, they're like a little afraid. They see this huge form, and... Uh, so Krishna goes up and he says, who are you? And uh, he says, well, I'm, I'm Govardhan. I'm very pleased with your worship. So it's Krishna talking to Krishna, actually. And uh, so it says even Shrimati Radharani couldn't, even though she can always recognize Krishna, she couldn't, uh, she could, didn't understand that this was actually Krishna. So they took all the food that they had all the, uh, the boga and they made cooked all this huge preparation and it says for miles you could just see food it was just just everywhere it was uh, mountains of food and so when Goberdon took this form he also manifested many arms and he was reaching out and he was eating all this these different preparations that they made and he kept what did he kept say, saying ani yor, ani give me more give me more and so finally, everything was finished. They had, they had emptied their storehouses. They had cooked everything, and there was—he was still saying, Ani Yor, Ani Yor. And so, what did they? What happened uh, that would, you know, finally please uh, Gary Govardhan, Uh It was the fact that uh, Sri, Laba, um, Sri Balaram gave him a tulsi leaf, and when Balaram gave him tulsi leaf, then he became satisfied. Uh, so. When Indra, when Lord Indra, when he heard this news that, um, and how, who who do you think told Indra this news? Who always incites Muni? <laughs> so Nardamuni goes to Lord Indra and he said, "You know that they're instead of worshipping you, they're they're worshipping a, a, a rock, you know, a mountain." And so Lord Indra he becomes furious, and uh, we know that there's there's many stories where. Krishna uses Lord Indra to teach us lessons, and we know that Lord Indra—he's he's the king of uh, heavenly planets, and he's honored, he, he's praised, uh, uh, and he sits on a beautiful th- throne, and he has more has very much power and uh, and fame, and he's sitting with all his different associates, and Ardhamuni comes and tells him this in front of all his associates, so he becomes embarrassed. Lord Indra is embarrassed. Uh, and he's, he's very proud of his position. So that's that's kind of the nature of our ego, you know. Uh, so Lord Indra's, I guess, ego came out. So Indra's thinking that every year they perform this sacrifice, this puja for me. And this year, on the basic of logic of some little seven-year-old talkative boy, they're going to worship a mountain instead of me, a mountain, you know. So he says, "What an offense!" And he, so he was really, uh, he was really outraged. And so he called for the uh, uh, sambataka clouds to come. And so these clouds, uh, ranath Maharaj says, you have to understand these these are not these clouds are more powerful than any army uh, that you could ever think of, uh, and they're not they're just not some ordinary clouds, uh, and they're not like. Uh, uh, te- these Texas thunderstorms that we have that come, you know, uh, it says that you can't even compare them to uh, you can't even compare them to um, like the hurricanes or tornadoes that we have uh, today. There, these clouds are especially for the destruction uh, of of the universe, of the destruction uh, and for the at a time of dissolution. So. So Indra, he was really mad, and so he, um, he screamed at these clouds, I want you to go, uh, and I want you to go to Vrindavan, they, they've offended me, and I want you to destroy everyone and everything there in Vrindavan. And so they went, these clouds, they went to Vrindavan, and the people in the Rajavasis could see these massive black clouds starting to grow in the sky, uh, and they got more and more, and then all of a sudden it started thundering and lightning, and and just raining like torrents of rain coming down. And, and the Brajabhasis, they knew. They knew what was happening. They knew that uh, because we, they had done this, that, uh, it, you know, they had angered Lord Indra. And so this rain is pouring down, like columns of rain coming down. And in the meantime, Krishna and balaram I mean, not, not Balaram, but Krishna and the cowherd boys, some of the cowherd boys, they're sitting under a kadamba tree, and water is up to their knees already. It's, it's rained so much. And so the boys look at Krishna and they say, Krishna, you, you started this. You're the one that told us to worship uh, Govardhan. So uh, what are you going to do? And so Krishna says, well, um, I have a plan. And they said, well, what's your plan? And he said, well, I was, you know, what do people use to protect themselves against the rain? They, they use an umbrella. And the boys just sarcastically said, uh, oh, that's a, that's a real good idea, Krishna. Why don't we give everybody an umbrella? And said, Why don't we just give them a boat also, you know? And uh, so they're like kind of razzing Krishna. And Krishna said, no, I, I, Govardhan promised us. If you remember, he promised us that he would protect us. So we'll use Govardhan as the umbrella. And they said, oh, that's, that's a good idea. But who's going to lift Govardhan? And Krishna says, well, well I'm going to do it. I'll, I'll lift it. And the boys just started laughing. They said, uh, Sridham told him, they said, uh, said, Krishna, I have to carry your lunch because you think it's so heavy for you to carry. I have to carry your lunch, and you're going to lift a big mountain, you know? So, and they're all kidding Krishna, and Krishna was saying, no, I I can, I'll I'll lift the mountain. So finally, Stoker Krishna, uh, one of the cowherd boys, he, he says, he starts to think, well, maybe Krishna can actually do this. Maybe uh, he can actually, because we've seen him kill so many demons and do so many wonderful things. So he says, Krishna, all right, if you can take this Kadamba tree that we're sitting under here, if you can take that and you can wring it like a, like a cloth, uh, he said, then I'll believe that you can lift Govardhan Hill. And so uh, Sridharam says, hey, well, wait a minute, I can do that. I could lift that, do that tree. He said, if Krishna takes the tree, rings it out, And then takes the branches and ties them all in a knot. He said, then I'll believe Krishna can lift Govardhan Hill. So Krishna gets up and he takes the tree. He rings it out just like a dish rag, And then he takes all the limbs and ties them into a knot. And the boys are like, okay, Krishna, maybe he can lift Govardhan Hill. So they go to Govardhan Hill and then Krishna goes inside a cave. And all of a sudden, the hill starts to come up. Uh, So... So we know Krishna, it, with, without any effort, he lifted Govardhan hill, like kind of like it says a, a, a child lifts a mushroom. Uh, uh, and with the little finger of his left hand, uh, he held the hill up, we know, for seven days. And so Krishna was holding the hill up, and he asked everyone, the Rajvasis, come on, come under the hill. And so they were all coming up to the edge, and, and Krishna's mother, Mother Yashoda, she didn't think Krishna could do this. So Krishna was asking everyone to come, and Yashoda was saying, no, no, I, I don't think he can hold the hill up. And he was saying, Ma, I, everybody, please come. And uh, so about that time, Shumati Radharani walks by Krishna, and when he sees her, he kind of swoons a little bit. And when he does, the hill goes like this. And so <coughs> Mother Yashoda said, see, I told you he, he couldn't <laughs> keep the hill up. And so finally Krishna, he convinces everyone to, uh, to come under the hill and so he says bring, take bring all your possessions everything that you want to keep and come up under the come under the hill uh, and so everyone did they they came up to the, to the hill and so when they looked down actually into the uh, under Govardhan uh, it wasn't like they're just standing under some big you know mountain with the earth up there and everything they looked down and there was beautiful stair steps going down in, in under Goverdon. and under Govardhan and there was like beautiful pastures for the cows. There was uh, palaces. There was um, uh, parks with with waterfalls, and the image just it was more opulent than even Indra's uh, where Indra lived. Um, so people were amazed, uh, and there were no discomfort. It was, there, there were every like Nityananda Prabhu was saying yesterday. Everything they desired, everything they wanted, was there under Govardhan Hill. They were not. It was. They were so it was so amazing under Govardhan Hill that they even forgot that there was a big storm going on outside, that Indra was actually pounding the hill with all these things. So, this is kind of what it looked like under uh, under Govardhan Hill. And so, these Sambataka clouds, they continued to just pound Govardhan Hill uh, and Prabhupada says it wasn't like rain, it was like columns, like rivers coming down uh, onto the hill. And It says that uh, so much lightning, so much massive thunder, uh, it said winds like a hundred tornadoes. Uh, That's the wind velocity that it was. Uh, And Krishna was just standing there, and he was smiling, and he had Govardhan Hill on his finger. And so Lord Krishna, he wanted to show how he's actually the Supreme Lord, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, and not just like in a powerful way, but he also wanted to show that he was the supreme object of everyone's love. And Srila Prabhupada said that, uh, the people, they know, people know, if you ask people, uh, who is God, or what do you give a description of God? People say, well, God is great. So people know that God is great, but he says the Srimad Bhagavatam, it tells us how great God is because of his power to create and destroy, and also, uh, of his power to, to do all these amazing things. But also Krishna's power to reciprocate the love of his devotees. Uh, because when Krishna, when he, he was standing under this Govardhan Hill, all the residents of Vrindavan were gathered together and they were all looking at Krishna. And every one of them thought that Krishna's looking directly at me. No matter where you were, you could be standing behind. And with these, every, every cowherd boy, the gopis, uh, the, all the animals, they all thought, wow, Krishna's looking right at me. So this is a way, in the way, Krishna was reciprocating uh, his love for everyone. This is Krishna's power. He can completely satisfy the hearts of every one of his devotees at the same time, simultaneously. And he can reciprocate their love. And so all the Rajabhasis, they were thinking how, actually, uh, how merciful Lord Indra is, that he's given us this opportunity. They weren't, you know... And mad at Lord Indra because he's pounding over downhill with all this rain, they were just thinking, uh, "Wow, how fortunate we are that uh, uh, that we're able to be under this hill with Krishna." Uh, because if you remember, during the daytime, Krishna would be with the cowherd boys, and the gopis would miss him, and the parents would miss him. And then at night, he'd be with the gopis, uh, and so then the cowherd boys would miss him. Uh, and then the parents would get to see Krishna in the morning and in the evening, but all during the day uh, they they were missing Krishna they wanted to be with everybody wanted to be with Krishna uh, all the time uh, so in this way, Krishna fulfilled the desires of all the Rajvasis because they could be with Krishna twenty four hours a day, seven days a week they were they were able to actually see Krishna, and all their desires were fulfilled uh, because <coughs> Like we said, uh, you know, at at times uh, Krishna would be with with different groups, with different people. Uh, So this way, they were able to see Krishna uh, constantly. Um, So the Gopis, um, they would, uh, when they were under the hill, they would share, you know, they would be able to kind of like see Krishna and stare at Krishna, uh, where they wouldn't be able to do that normally. Uh, the cowherd boys, they were joking with Krishna and having a good time and he's still And Krishna would sometimes play the flute while he's holding the hill up. And Mother Yashoda, she was in ecstasy, but at the same time she was in anxiety because she always thought that Krishna's, his, his fingers got to be tired because he's holding a mountain and she would try to massage his, his legs. She would try to feed him constantly. Uh, so much love that she was uh, showing for Krishna. And so... It reminds me of like when we were singing the Dhammadur prayers. Um, uh, in that prayer, Krishna, after he had broken the uh, uh, the yogurt pot, and uh, and then he went into the storeroom and he also broke a lot of the pots there, and he brought one of the pots out uh, and he was feeding it to the monkeys and he was sitting on a mortar. And so he knew that eventually Mother Yashoda is going to come and she's going to catch me, she's going to try to catch me. He said, so... You know, what can I do to uh, to actually hide from uh, Mother Yashoda? So Krishna, he he thought, well, maybe, you know, I'm in every atom, so maybe I'll just enter one of these atoms in this mortar that I'm sitting on, and she won't be able to find me. So he thought, okay, that's what I'll do. I'll hide from her that way. So he sat down in a yogic position, and he sh- thought, okay, I'm going to, uh, what is it, it's one of the, um, where you become smaller than the smallest. What is that? Lahima. Yeah. So he wanted to become smaller than the smallest and enter into the atom to hide from Mother Yashoda. So he sat down he said, okay, I'm going to do this. And all of a sudden, nothing happened. So he thought, wait a minute, I'm, I'm Krishna. He said, the, the yogis, the mystic yogis that do this perfection, they get their power from me. He said, how is it I can't do this? So he thought, I'm, I'm going to do it. try it again. So he, he concentrated and nothing happened. He couldn't become smaller than the smallest. And so... What was it that caused him from uh, to, that he wasn't able to do that? How is it that Krishna be, couldn't become small? It was because of the love of Mother Yashoda. It was because her love was more powerful than his desire to do that. He, he was conquered by the love of Mother Yashoda. So meanwhile, while all this is going on under the hill and they're all enjoying being with Krishna, uh, Indra and the Sambhattaka clouds, they're just pounding rain and wind and, uh, lightning uh, and so uh, finally the the clouds they uh, they they came to uh, Lord Indra and they said we you know we can't do this we 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 pounded this hill and pounded it and nothing happens because what happened is that as soon as Krishna touched the hill with his finger, not one leaf, not one uh, uh, insect, nothing was was disturbed on the hill. There was not, of all the trees and and things on the hill, as soon as it crushed, touched Krishna's finger, this all this wind and hail and rain uh, didn't just didn't knock off one leaf, didn't disturb uh, one leaf on the hill, because uh, the Govardhan was feeling this ecstasy of Krishna touch of Krishna's touch uh, with his finger, so. The the Sumatran clouds they came to Lord Indra and they said we we can't do this and he said no no you have got to go you got to try again you must go he said I want you to go and I want you to knock that heel off that little boy's <laughs> finger and uh, so the, they went and they went out to the oceans and gathered as much water as they could they came back and they pounded the heel again and again uh, but still nothing uh, nothing could affect it said actually. The hill was so so high that it went above the clouds, and above the clouds, the animals up there didn't even, you know, know that it was. Uh, they, they were fine; they were, you know, like didn't even realize that the storm was going on. And and the people under the hill, they forgot completely all about the storm because they were just so absorbed in being with Krishna. So, and to to Giri, to uh, Giriraj, he he was like he was. This was like an abhishek to him. They're they, like Lord Indra was doing an abhishek for him so that's how it felt because despite all this lightning and thunder and everything uh he was feeling the tip of krishna's little finger uh and um he was so happy and so ecstatic feeling this and so finally lord indra he they, they the clouds came back and said we, we we can't do this so lord lord indra he said then i'm going to go myself so he got on his elephant carrier Arvata, and uh he 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 had made a special weapon uh, from the bones of the Dichimuni, and he had this very special lightning bolt, special weapon that he was going to use. And so he comes down, and he's on his elephant carrier, and Indra stands up, and he starts to throw his his lightning bolt. And as soon as he did that, Krishna let out this laugh, this really loud laugh. And when it did, it completely froze uh, Lord Indra. Right in the middle of him trying to throw that lightning bolt, he froze, and all the Samartaka clouds froze, uh, and everybody was just like, you know, like puppets up there. And so at that time, uh, Lord Indra realized Krishna gave him the uh, intelligence to realize that, wow, Krishna is actually the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And so when he realized that, uh, then he was completely, uh, you know, he completely. Called off all the clouds, called off everything, and he went back to his residence. And we'll, there's a whole story we won't tell now, but how later he feels so bad of what what he did, uh, such an offense to Krishna, that he comes down and he uh, tries to you know appease and, and apologize to Krishna. But uh, so um, so when after this, <clears throat> this seven days had gone by, uh, well, Krishna he. Uh, you might wonder, if all this rain's coming down, how did it not go down into the hill? Well, Krishna had arranged for um, uh, Anantasesh to go around the hill to keep the water from going in, and no one could see Anantasesh but Krishna. And then, after, after this all happened, Krishna called on his Sudarshan Chakra, and it dried everything up, and everything was back the same as it was before the storm even started. And so we know that um, after this happened, then uh, all the Krishna said, "Okay, everyone can uh, can come out from under the hill now." So, um, so the cows went out first, and then the cowherd boys, and then the gopis. And so it says that when uh, Srimati Radharani, when she went past Krishna, uh, Krishna actually took on the golden form, just like Lord Chaitanya, for a moment, and everybody was looking, wondering, how is it Krishna's turned golden? But just by seeing Shri Radharani, he, he turned golden. Um, so we know that Govardhan Hill is actually Krishna himself. Um, and the devotees, sometimes they take stones from Govardhan and they worship and Miss Krishna. So we see that we have Giriraj here uh, actually on the altar. Uh, and it says that when Lord Chaitanya, when he came to Vrindavan, uh, the first time he saw a stone uh, from Govardhan Hill, he says he, he, he wept tears of ecstasy, and he embraced the stone, and he, he said that this stone is non-different from the body of Krishna, actually. And once Lord Chaitanya he actually took one of the stones from Govardhan Hill, and he worshiped this stone, and he, he would carry it around his neck. And later he gave this, uh, this Sheila to Raghunath Das uh, uh, Goswami, but we know that Govardhan, as we saw, is called Hari Dasavarya, which means that he's the best of servants of Lord Hari. Because Govardhan, he understands that the secret, that the Lord is actually more pleased when we serve his devotees than when we try to serve him alone. Um, and of all these residents in Vrindavan, uh, who's, he's also considered the best of the devotees. And uh, uh, we know that the gopis, actually, they're the ones that gave Govardhan this name, uh, Haridasa Varya, because uh, they s- see that Govardhan uh, was actually, he knew the secret uh, that Krishna is more pleased when you worship his his devotees than when you when you worship him directly. And so it says that Srimati Radharani actually gave uh, uh, Govardhan this name of uh, yeah, Haridasa Varya. So we should learn from Govardhan that we can please the Lord better by serving um, the Lord's devotees, than by trying to serve the Lord directly. Uh, in the Krishna book, uh Śrila Prabhupada says that Govardhan Hill, he knew the secret of how to please the Lord by pleasing his most beloved associates. And Govardhan Hill, he he gave his body, he gave everything, uh, not only for the service of the Lord, but for the for the Lord's devotees, for the for the for all the residents of Vrindavan, and. That's how he gave respect to them, uh, and that's why he's called Hari of And um, the idea of the gopis in glorifying uh, Govardhan was that we should go to Govardhan and we should not ask for material desires, but we should go to Govardhan and we should ask that our spiritual desires be fulfilled. Please fulfill my spiritual desires, Govardhan. And it says in the scripture that as long as Govardhan Hill and the river Yamuna are present... It says there is going to be religiosity and God consciousness. But on this day that they disappear in Kali Yuga, um, that Kali Yuga will start in earnest and that any resemblance of religion will completely disappear. So as long as Govardhan is here and as long as Yamuna is there's still going to be religiosity in, uh, in the world. But as soon as they disappear, then uh, uh, there will be no more religiosity. And uh, So there's eight prayers that... Um, Shri Vishwanath Chakravarti uh, uh, wrote, and I'll read these. I'm just going to read the English uh, uh, in praise of, of Govardhan. It says verse one: says May Govardhan Hill, which by Krishna's mercy became became the king of all mountains, and receive the respectful tribute of its arch enemy Indra, fulfill my desire. And that, verse two. As it was held above the earth, it became so filled with happiness by experiencing the softness of its beloved Krishna's lotus hand it did not even know it was being struck by Indra's thunderbolt. May Govardhan Hill fulfill my desire. Trying to collect a toll, Krishna quarreled there with King Vishubhanu's daughter. The personified Vedas yearned to listen to that quarrel. May Govardhan Hill fulfill my desire. Bathing in a nearby lake, the elephant of a pleasant breeze, covered with pollen of kadamba and other flowers, gracefully plays there. May Govardhan Hill fulfill my desire. How is it that sweet reg- fragrance of the musdeer deer and the various natural scents that there, there make the... Oh, excuse me. How is it that sweet fragrance of the musk deer and the various natural scents there make the Lord so calm and relaxed May Govardhan Hill fulfill my desire. Searching there for Lord Hari on the path of his flute music, the astonished deer do not find him. May Govardhan Hill fulfill my desire. As a divine couple traveled on the Ganges, there the boat began to sink in the middle. Krishna was splendidly handsome as Radha clung to his neck. May Govardhan Hill fulfill my desire. You remember that pastime where Krishna became a boatman and uh, and... He was disguised as a boatman in the boat sink. And so that was that pastime. Um, Without taking shelter of the feet of the hill that is the best of Lord Hari's servants and full of love for the divine king and queen, how is it possible to attain pure devotional service? May Goverdine Hill fulfill my desire. And then Srila La Chakarati ends by saying, may the readers of these eight verses glorifying Lord Hari's greatest servant his heart melting with pure love quickly attained direct service to the lotus feet of Shri Sri Radha Madhava. Anyone have any comments or questions that uh they'd like to add? Yes, project. Yeah. Uh huh. I think it goes back to where Krishna um remember Krishna slapped Govardhan because Govardhan was uh expanding so much and he was inconveniencing the the people and so I think it was just a lesson Krishna's using himself as a lesson to tell us that we uh we should not uh try to be uh, you know inconvenienced to to anyone we should uh try to uh love everyone and uh so I, he he just because of that slap uh, it was uh, just a lesson for uh, for us to learn you know and he's using him using goberdon as as that example I mean that's that's my understanding of it so I hope that's okay yeah yeah oh. yes mon oh thank you oh thank you thank you
1: Nobody felt the um, whatever thunder and the misery. So when our, or maybe for a pure devotee, when their life is touched by Krishna, they do not feel the adi-bhotik, adi-devig, miseries, the threefold miseries of this material world. So that's a beautiful point that I could take home.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah, thank you. That's a good example there.
1: Uh... Yeah, Prabhu, my question is when you said in the very beginning, it's like a fact check, when Govardhan appeared, he appeared on the earth. That's what you said when, when it came as a fire and a drop of water, it fell yeah, on. That the... was in
0: Goloka Vrindavan.
1: Oh, it was in Goloka Vrindavan, yeah, yeah, not on Earth, no, right? No, that
0: was in Goloka Vrindavan.
1: Yeah, because my question was then how Radharani is asking the Govardhan? Because yeah. no, I'm yeah.
0: sorry, I didn't make that clear. It's, yeah, when that happened, that was Goloka Vrindavan. <laughs> and uh, yeah. we know actually Govardhan is always there uh, in Goloka Vrindavan, but this Krishna made it appear that uh, that he uh, appeared uh, by the request of Srimati Radharani. So Jay. All the cowherd boys and girls are coming <laughs> in.
1: <coughs> so it was first in the Goloka, and then
0: yeah, and yeah then, they got it done. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. No, for thank working. you. Thank you for the very, example. Very, very fast, class.
0: Okay. So the program will begin today again at 5 o'clock. Uh, so everyone, please please come again at 5 o'clock today in the temple room. So so Jai, did you have? So, Here you go, a Govardhan, Srila Sheila yeah. Prabhupada, a yeah. Jai.